welcome everybody to the Anointed and the Appointed Podcast with your host, Nathan Gasford. My friends, we're helping you find out who you are in Christ so you can go out there and do the works of Jesus. And my friends expect the same results that Jesus got. Today, my friend, I want to talk to you about being sent and equipped by God. My friends, there's more to you than meets the eye. There's more to you than meets the eye, my friends. I mean, come on. Sent and equipped by God. My friends, that's good news. That is good news. So hang on to that steering wheel. I know you're excited right now. If you're not, well, then I'm going to get you excited. But being sent and equipped by God. Come on, man. John chapter 17, verse 18. Jesus said, just as you commissioned and sent me into the world, I also have commissioned and sent them believers into the world. Man, that's almost mind-blowing if you think about it. The same way that the Father sent Jesus into the world, into the system of the world, into the way they think, the way they operate, Jesus was sent by the Father to go into that world and represent his Father. He would talk like his father. He would think like his father. He would act like his father. He would make heaven look just exactly the way it needed to be. But now he's he's bringing that to earth. I mean, the same way that heaven was already functioning and looking, he brought that same truth to earth. Then turned around and told us in John 14, 12, the works that I've been doing, you're going to do and even greater. Come on, my friends. This is good news. What about John chapter 20, verse 21? Then Jesus said to them, peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you as my representatives. My friends, it's this simple. If we want to get the same results that Jesus got, then we have to be sent with the same equipment to do the same job that Jesus did and get the same results, and Jesus did that. Jesus did that. Jesus would not send you into the world to do the works of God and even greater, but not give you the same equipment to get the job done. My friends, in the same way that Jesus was sent to destroy the works of the devil, so are we sent by him to do the very same thing. In the same way Jesus was fully equipped by the Father to do this damage to the kingdom of darkness, my friends, we've been fully equipped as well. Listen to this in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. I go a lot with the Passion Translation. I just like the way it expresses the, strip, the scripture. I, I just really, it hits home for me. So 1 John 3, 8. But the one who indulges in a sinful life is of the devil because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God was revealed was to undo and destroy the works of the devil. My friends, you were sent to do the same thing. You were empowered with the Holy Ghost. You have resurrection life on the inside of you. Everything that God put on the inside of you, my friends, is just not for you. It's made to flow in you, and it's made to flow through you. 
See, in the natural, we were born in the hospital and delivered by a doctor and nurses. We, we all know that. But my friends, in the spirit, which is the real you, the spirit is the real you anyways. You were born straight out of heaven, my friends. Listen to this, John chapter 1, verses 12 through 13. But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the right, the authority, the privilege to become children of God. That is to those who believe and adhere to, trust in, and rely on his name, who were born not of blood, natural conception, nor of the will of the flesh, physical impulse, nor the will of man, that's of the natural father, but of God. That is a divine and supernatural birth. They are born of God, spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified. My friends, that right there is absolutely amazing to think and to know that we were born out of God. Now, in the natural, you might have some uh, things in the natural that you might, you know, look like your father or, 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 or look like your mother. And even some of your personality, some of those traits might, you know, kind of, you might see some from the father and see some from the mother. Why? Because you were born in the natural from them. But my friends, what you see in the mirror is not the real you. The real you is the spirit. And on the inside, you were born straight out of heaven. Straight from the Father's heart is where you came. You see, you absolutely lack nothing. You, me, all of us, we have absolutely everything we already need right now at this very moment in time to get the job done and to get the very same results as Jesus did. We won't need the equipment, my friends, when we get to heaven. We need the equipment right here. So we can go out and we can love on a hurting world and love the hell right out of them. Whatever type of hell's knocking on their door, doctor's report, financial issue, family issues, oppression, depression, whatever it is, we as sons and daughters, it's time that we can step up to the plate and reveal the bloodline that's in us and love the hell out of those people and to do it the same way Jesus would and get the same results. You see, so many times people put Jesus in a category all by himself. Well, that was Jesus. No man could attain to that. No, that's wrong. The Bible says that he laid down. He laid that down, that divinity down. He came in the form of a human being. Everything that you see Jesus did, he did as a man. The walking on the water, yeah, that was a man. Well, what about the raising the dead and healing the sick? That was a man. What about turning water into wine that, as a man? My friends, we can prove that it's more than just Jesus because what about Paul laying hands upon handkerchiefs and aprons and when it was put on the sick people, they were healed and the demons left. What about Peter's shadow healing people? What about Peter walking on the water? We, all, we, all, we, all, we, we want to talk about how he sank and he failed, but... When's the last time you walked on water? See, I'm trying to challenge you today to challenge the way things are being taught in churches in certain places. No, I'm not against churches. That's not what I'm saying. I'm against some of the stuff that is spewed from the pulpits and just in Christianity alone that tells you, well, who do you think you are? Well, I'm a son of God. I'm made to look just like my brother, my twin, Jesus See, a lot of places will not like that, but I'm here to tell you today there's freedom in finding out who you are in Christ, and that's what God desires for you, is that you find out who you are. See, even in John chapter 17, 
my friends, verses 15 through 18. Jesus is sitting here praying. He says, I do not ask, Father, that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them and protect them from the evil one. Now, for all of you that are out there, or maybe you know of some family or friends, it's like, oh, come, Jesus, come, please take us home. It's getting too rough. Well, I'm telling you, Jesus prayed against that and says, Father, I don't want you to take them out of the world. I want you to keep them safe from the evil one. They are not of the world just as I am not of the world. My friends, whether you like it or not, when you look in the mirror, you are an alien. No longer do we need to be viewing ourselves from planet Earth looking out to heaven. We need to view ourselves as sitting at the right hand of the Father in Christ, looking down and doing earth, bringing heaven's truth and reality to the earth. Your, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it's already done and accomplished and settled and finished in heaven. My friends, how's that going to be done by sons and daughters that are finding out who they are? See, revival's not coming, my friends. Revival's already here and it's you. When you wake up to that, things will happen. When you wake up to that, things will happen. That revival can take place anytime, anywhere, because you're it. Wake up to who you are and live in that miraculous place of who you are on the inside. To finish that, Scripture says, sanctify them in the truth. Set them apart for your purposes. Make them holy. Your word is truth or your word is reality. And then Jesus says, just as you commissioned and sent me into the world, I also have commissioned and sent them, believers, into the world. My friends, I'm going to go and say this one more time. You can't go out and do the same works as Jesus, being sent and equipped by God if he didn't give you the equipment to get the job done. That's like a friend asking me that had a mowing business and sends me out because he's going to be gone for a week and he he gives me these lawns to mow, but he doesn't give me his equipment to do it. He just gives me a pair of scissors and that's about all. As silly as that sounds, I'm not going to get the job done how he wants it in the same way that he would do it if I'm not given the same equipment. But if I'm given the same lawnmowers and weed eaters and edgers and equipment that he had and shown, given me the, the, the opportunity to learn how they run and how they operate and then give me the freedom to go do it, then I can expect the same results as he did. See, sitting commissioned by Jesus to do the very works and same works and get the very same results is what was the Father's heart. Now was not the time, my friends, to cower down, shrink back without a backbone and try to escape this world that we're in. No, Jesus needs us to take care of people by getting them born again, getting them healed and set free, getting them filled with the Holy Ghost. Now listen, I've already said this once, but we're going to go there again. John 14, 12 in the Passion. Listen, this hits home. Now, hopefully we would all agree that's listening to this podcast. If Jesus said it, then man, take it to the bank because it's all good. It is all good. And this is what Jesus said. He says, I tell you, this time was truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles than these because I go to be with my father. My friends, I'm telling you right now, the same works that Jesus was doing, the same miracles, raising the dead, healing the sick, casting out demons and devils, that same miraculous work that he did, he wants you to do, and he's backing you up, but nothing will work, get this, until you do. 
See, the Holy Ghost is called the helper, which makes you and I the doers. Yes, that's right. Holy Ghost is the helper, which makes you and I the doers. When we step out on the word to do, Holy Ghost is right there to help. What about Mark chapter 16, verses 15 through 20? And he said to them, as you go into all the world, preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel to the entire human race. Whoever believes the good news and is baptized, they will be saved. And whoever does not believe the good news, they will be condemned. And these miracle signs will accompany those who believe. Are you a believer? I know I am. And I'm expecting this stuff. And my friends, I believe that you are too. And as believers, this is what's going to happen. They will drive out demons in the power of my name. What name? The name of Jesus. They will speak in tongues. They will be supernaturally protected from snakes and from drinking anything poisonous. And they will lay hands on the sick and heal them. Let me say that one one more time. They will lay hands on the sick and heal them. After saying these things, Jesus was lifted up into heaven and set down to the place of honor at the right hand of God. And the apostles, or the believing ones, you and me, we went on announcing this good news everywhere as the Lord himself consistently worked with them, validating the message that they preached with miracle signs that accompanied them. Now, my friends, I'm going to go forward and I'm going to believe that and I'm going to act upon it. I hope that you'll join me. My friends, I'm telling you that it's time that a world sees what a son and a God looks like. Not always having to look back at the four gospels, but they're able to see the gospels being lived out today. See, the book of Acts was never meant to have a period. The book of Acts was meant to be continued with who and how. How is doing the works of Jesus and the who is you and me. What about Luke chapter 7, verses 18 through 20? I know I give you a lot of scripture, but here's my thing. You can deny what I'm saying, but if you deny what the word says, well, that's on you, my friends. Luke chapter 7, verses 18 through 23. John's disciples reported to him in prison all about the wonderful miracles and the works Jesus was doing. So then John in return dispatched two of his own disciples to go and inquire of Jesus. When they came before the master, they asked him, are you the coming Messiah we've been expecting or we continue to look for someone else? John the prophet has sent us to you to seek the answer. Without answering, Jesus turned to the crowd and healed many of their incurable diseases. My friends, I'm not talking about a hangnail and a headache. Incurable diseases. That means they went to the doctor, the doctors did all they could do and said, you're still gonna die. No, Jesus cured these incurable diseases incurable diseases, incurable to the doctors and to the world, but curable to the life of God. See, it says his miracle power freed many from their suffering. He restored the gift of sight to the blind and drove out demonic spirits from those who were tormented. Only then did Jesus then answer the question posed by John's disciples. Listen here, big boys, go back and tell John what you've just seen and what you've heard here today. The blind are now seen. The crippled are now walking. Those who were lepers are now cured. Those who were deaf are now hearing. And those who were dead are now brought back to life. The poor and broken are given the hope of salvation. And tell John these words. The blessing of heaven comes upon those who never lose their faith in me, no matter what happens. Good Lord, that's good. Man, if that don't get you excited, your wood's wet, my friends. Come on. That is Jesus. Then we go into Matthew chapter 10, verses 5 through 10 in the message. 
Jesus sent his 12 harvest hands out with this charge. Don't begin by traveling to some far off place to convert unbelievers. And don't try to be dramatic by tackling some public enemy. Go to the lost, confused people right here in your own neighborhood. Tell them that the kingdom is here. Well, why would you tell them the kingdom's here? Oh, because I'm the one standing there. It says, tell them that the kingdom is here. Bring health to the sick. Raise the dead. Touch the untouchables. Kick out the demons. You've been treated generously, so live generously. Don't think you have to put on a fundraising, fundraising campaign before you start. Listen to this. It says, you don't need a lot of equipment. You are the equipment. Glory to God. Did you get that? If Jesus, if he thought that there was any problem with you going out and representing him and not getting the same results, then he wouldn't sit there and said, you are the equipment. My friends, all you got to do is just show up. When you're at Walmart, just show up. When you see that person coming in in that wheelchair and on that scooter, just show up. When you're at the gas station and you could just tell something's wrong, just show up. Wherever your foot goes, my friends, just show up. Just be that son and that daughter that's not afraid to step up to the plate and swing for the fences and hit that grand slam. Because see, all of heaven is backing you up. All of heaven is cheering you on. All of heaven's looking over the balcony and looking, what are they going to do? They're right before someone in a wheelchair. Will they back off and think that they don't have what it takes? Or will they step up in god Yeah, you heard me, not confidence, confidence, knowing that God's in it and you have full confidence that what you're going to get is Jesus' results. My friends, in Matthew chapter 10, verses 5 through 8, Jesus said out the 12 with these instructions, don't go into any Gentile or Samaritan territory, go instead and find the lost sheep among the people of Israel, and as you go, preach this message, heaven's kingdom realm is accessible, close enough to touch. Why? Why is it close enough to touch? I just said it a minute ago, because you're the one standing there. Don't doubt the life of God that's in you. Release it to a world that needs it. My friends, if we in the world system believe that the best doctors and physicians are at the Mayo Clinic and whatever state that is, my friends, you got resurrection life in you. You have more than what they carry in them and their and all the training and education that they got from the classrooms and studies. You got Jesus himself, the one who has never told anybody there's nothing I could do. You have him living in you. You've got the equipment. You've got the anointing. You've got the power. You've got the glory. You've got the goods, my friends. After he said that it's close enough to touch, he turned around and said, you must continually bring healing to lepers and those who are sick and make it your habit. See, if we can get bad habits, my friends, oh, we can get good ones. And Jesus says, make it your habit to break off demonic presence from people and raise the dead back to life. Freely, you have received the power of the kingdom. So in other words, don't keep it just for yourself. So freely release it to the others. My friends, the great I am is the source in your life living in you. And the great I am steps onto the scene when you show up. I'm going to say that again. The great I am is the source living in you. The great I am steps onto the scene, my friends, when you show up. See, the kingdom of God comes with the king and the king is Jesus and his kingdom is in you. My friends, I'm encouraging you today. Take your place 
in Christ. Take your place in Christ. Don't be afraid to step up into a world that's hurting. I mean, I, let me say this. Colossians chapter 1, verse 27 says, Living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. Living within you is the Christ. My friends, everywhere you go, whether you like it or not, if you're born again, the Christ is there. So when you go into a situation that looks impossible to the world, it just was an opportunity for God to show himself off big and strong in you. My friends, I'm reminding you today that you've been sent and equipped by God to go out and to do the works of Jesus and get the same results. My friend, don't lack who you are in the spirit. You might not like what you see in the mirror, but my friends, quit looking at that skin, quit looking at the issues of what you think is a problem and start looking into your eyes and seeing Christ looking back at you. Why? Because you've been anointed and you've been appointed to go out and to represent God in this hurting world. Swing for the fences, my friend. There's more to you than meets the eye. It's Christ in you, the hope of bringing those other people that you stand before into glory. Thank you again, my friends, for tuning in to the Anointed and Appointed Podcast with your host, Nathan Gasford. I love you. Thank you for giving me a time of day. I hope this challenges you to step up, to step out, and to take your place in Christ. Until next time, my friends, I love you. Have a good week.